Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Where are my teeth? Hi, Issa. <laughs> this is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, hello, goodbye, and everything in between. Sorry, I sounded so aggressive because I was just telling Nate to stop moving around. Um, I'm a great partner. Um, but first, Jane, do you want to talk about what we did last night? Um, Issa brought me to her friend's birthday party, so I was sort of crashing. Yeah, I mean... I also, like, didn't know a lot of people there, and so my solution was to bring people I knew. <laughs> so then it ended up being... It, I mingled a tiny bit, but it ended up being me hanging out with people I knew at someone else's birthday party. Um, but it was a really nice uh, bar for it, because it was, like, a nice big outdoor space. Um, Jane, I wanted to ask you if you had any notable birthdays in your teens where you threw a big bash or did anything okay. else. Never like a big bash, like never like uh, people that a I teen didn't movie know party yeah. coming. But speaking of teen movies, I did throw a, <gasps> an Oscar themed birthday party, which was what? so stupid because we like I think we watched like Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I think a different year we had a costume party. Maybe that was someone else's birthday. Wait, I have questions. Okay, okay, okay. So the Oscar themed one, I thought you meant dress up. <laughs> I thought you meant dress up as people from different Oscar movies. <laughs> no, we all wore formal wear. I wore my bat mitzvah dress. Did you? Oh, did you? Um, like then talk about the movie? I don't Nominate know. Nominate the I feel movie like Slumdog Millionaire. In my mind, we were gonna watch like all of the nominees or something, and then we just watched Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> I mean, I love that movie. So I love Jai Ho. Jai Ho. Yeah, but it's it's it has a happy ending. That's the whole thing. Did you want to talk about your Babitsfa dress? No, no. It was a <laughs> Jessica. It was a Jessica McClintock, I think, or like a type of. Does that make? Does that mean anything to you? No. Okay, Jessica McClintock was a designer who really um, came to be within the Sweet Sixteens and like Bat Mitzvah space. So the dresses were usually uh strapless and then they like cinched the waist and they poofed out um and mine was short like um like a little princess like um i think i showed you once a picture of camila cabello from the from the cinderella from the girl boss cinderella and i was like this is a cute dress for her and you said it's like a butt mitzvah dress like that (gasps) yes yeah i'm sure that was exactly right Okay, that's exciting, though. I'm glad you got to wear... I've never had a birthday, or that's not true. I had never had a birthday when I was a teen that you got... That I could wear, like, formal things, too. But did you have any notable parties? I didn't really, like... I didn't really throw a teen party with, like, people I didn't know. I did, like, a lot of, like, outings. So, like, one of my birthdays, we, like, went to the zoo with, like, all my friends. And it was really fun, actually. We, like, borrowed a... We borrowed a bigger car than, like, I usually have and, like, packed all my friends into, like, this big van and, like, went to the zoo. <laughs> and That's um, fun. Yeah. It, it it actually has some really cute pics from it that I, like, cherish. It does have a lot of pics of me um, kissing the boyfriend I had at the time. For some reason, like, my friends were like, you guys go over there and kiss and we'll take a picture. 
Um, and I remember that when we broke up, I took down <laughs> one of the pictures of us kissing <laughs> off of Facebook because I was like, no, no more. Just one? <laughs> Just one of them? Or was oh, it I'm saying like, picture? I'm saying it was like the most like commented one and stuff that like people <gasps> like could see. Yeah. My favorite couple. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> uh, I, no comment. Um, <laughs> I did want to say, like, there was someone at the... Or there were, was one couple at the party that, like, was dressed in, like, more formal attire. And I was wondering if they felt overdressed because they thought, like, it was going to be more formal. Because the place we were going um, kind of sounded, like, more clubby in vibes if you yeah. go to the website. And then we get there and it's, like, just a normal, like... Bar kind of with shitty, like a backyard like, yeah, yeah kind of shitty like, bar yeah. they were understaffed and their website made it seem like i don't know the, the website made it seem like there would be a you club. know speaking of speaking about mitzvahs like dancers that like rally you up <laughs> it felt like that to me or wait like games at least wait talk more about dancers that rally you up <laughs> i mean i didn't have this but some bat mitzvahs you go to have people who just are like crowd fluffers and they like take the teens and they spin them around and they like Whoa. get everyone dancing. There's a happy endings episode about it. And what? are they hot? No. Sometimes. Okay. Speaking of speaking of, I went to a bat mitzvah of someone I didn't know that well, but he was like very wealthy. And he hired his family hired two twins that had <gasps> been like on American Idol and like in the top whatever is important, like top twenty. What? Movie. And they were there <laughs> to just like be hot around him. Oh, not to sing. They didn't even sing, I don't think. They were just <laughs> hanging out. Waste. On That's in. such a waste. Um, I was going to... Wait, they were women? Yes. And both of them were on American Idol? I was, like, competing separately? Anyway, I'm so confused. We'll look into this later. Um, I was going to say that in the Philippines, it's pretty common for people, maybe not at, like teen events but at like weddings and stuff to hire like a di dance instructor and what they do is basically like lead everyone in like a cha-cha slide or something but they like mm-hmm. kind of like they're like everyone go get on the floor and like everyone do what i do and like you can feel like you're in step up because you're like following their moves or everyone like, cha-cha in- real smooth aerobics class <laughs> yeah 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 well i was gonna say like uh, only white people do cha-cha real smooth. So, like, just kidding, just kidding. So, um, I, I had never heard out. that. I had never heard that song. Um, until oh. I came to the U.S. So, like, you know, that's sort of like the substitute is to like hire a full person to like <laughs> to like lead people in like a dance. Um, also sometimes hot, but sometimes not. Um, Jane, do you want to talk about what movie we're doing this week? Okay, I do, and I want to ask you a question. The movie is okay. titled. Hello, goodbye, and everything in between. Did you notice that they chose to not put a comma after goodbye? And what do you think about that? Oh, on Wikipedia they have it. What the f- What the- What? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't like that. I like the Oxford comma. I care about it. Me too. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just think it's like- I think think it like looks ugly without it. Um, What do you remember about us first talking about this movie? I think that you were like, the lead actress is really boring. <laughs> I feel like you you brought it to me to comp- to shit on her. I think you said, yay, they break up. I think I was happy because 
something I always talk about is like breaking up before college. And so I, I appreciated that, but I'm pretty sure you were like, why is every, <laughs> you watched the trailer <laughs> and you were like, why is every lead for a movie a, a white girl who oh, looks like I was this. being I was being reactionary because of the other like Netflix movie that we saw, and I thought she was like very similar to her. What's the other Netflix movie we saw with the guy with curly hair? And they're at the oh, fictional seaside. Along town. for the ride. Along for the ride. Yeah, I I was like, it's too much like this, and she's like sort of quirky. Anyway, Hello Goodbye and Everything in Between is a 2022 film directed by Michael Lewin in his directorial de- debut. It's this person's first movie. And perhaps last from a screenplay. Um, it's based upon um, a book by Jennifer E. Smith, who writes a bunch of YA stuff. Jennifer E. Smith um, wrote books like The Statistical Probability of Love at First Sight, which I actually had seen like at a bookstore before, and uh, Field Notes on Love. Um, it is, I don't know, what do you feel like about one of her other YA books is like already optioned for a movie as well. What do you feel like about all these YA rom-coms all just being sort of farmed from like YA books that like a few people read? You know what I mean? Like what's your <laughs> Am I being a hater? I don't think you're being a hater. I think that what's interesting is that the books even exist in the first place. Like Someone sat down. So this movie. So this movie was based on a book. Yeah, correct. It yeah. feels like that, but it also feels like why would someone write this book? Because it it it, it contains no heart <laughs> or like depth. But we don't know. It might be. It might be better as a book. I mean, maybe. I I feel like when I was okay, I did have a phase when I was in high school where I was just like looking for like rom com books where like. The most important thing, and, like, all of them were sort of interchangeable. Like, some of them were, like, Sarah Dessen, but, like, the most important thing to me was, like, there's a good enough conflict that the the whole book, you're like, oh, my God, when are they going to kiss? And then they kiss. And, like, that's kind of, like, the only thing that was important to me. And to your point, like, this story doesn't really have that because they're, like, dating. And, so, like, do teens want to read about, like, relationship problems? You know, like, I don't Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I think... If you think about the actual plot, or maybe I should say, like, the character arcs in this movie, they're flat lines. <laughs> I mean, like, nothing ha- nothing happens. We should probably We should probably see if, like, any of these movies, like, has a better book, or if it's just, like... My, my thing is also, like, cynically, I'm like, do these do these authors and like the publishing house that publishes these books they're like these are kind of shitty or like not that notable but like maybe they won't do as well as books but like someone might pick them up as a movie you know what i'm but saying the, the but the publishers don't get any money from that are you sure yes oh okay i don't know <laughs> i've tried to i i've like if you You've done a dive. for novels they write like do not send us your scripts do not tell us that this will make a good movie we do not uh, care. Interesting. Yeah, because it doesn't benefit them. Okay, then that means Jennifer E. Smith is just good. She's like good at the hustle. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I'm not like an expert, so who who knows who's getting money where? Jane, what's your relationship with Jordan Fisher? My relationship. We've talked about, we've talked about him Fisher. a little bit, but yeah. He is in To All the Boys, the second movie or the third movie? Mm. Second whatever mm. and he's the first evan hansen of color famously he was on, he was on broadway but the show it just got canceled evan hansen 
Yeah. Oh shit. Recently. Or closed. It's just canceled. like done. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I think so. Um, where else do I know him from? He's actually a big streamer. <laughs> That's not where you know him from though. <laughs> I know, but I know his online presence. Like and he's, yeah, he's married like to his high school kid. sweetheart sweetheart. sweetheart <laughs> and they just had a baby. You're forgetting one thing. That's your favorite thing. Grease Live. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I cannot believe I forgot that. He has one of my favorite songs in Grease Live. Um Whoa, the message changes a melody. He was a little quiet. I wish he was a little oh, louder cute. in the performance. But he's really cute and good. I love it. That's probably not his fault. It's probably like whoever put his mic on. Um he's also in Rent Live, which like we have not seen. Which we shouldn't no, see. No, I actually. saw it. Oh, I have I made seen- you I made you guys watch it and it was really bad. Do you not remember this? <laughs> no. I was like so excited. You what? were over. Nate was over. I like Charlie might have even been there, producer Charlie. And I was like actively upset because it was so bad. <laughs> okay, the other you thing it out. I blocked it out, clearly. The other thing about uh Jordan Fisher is that he got to record he's like Frequently tapped to record like R and B covers of Disney songs. Do you know him about? Do you know this about him? No, this feels problematic. <laughs> Wait, why? Because <laughs> he's a person of color, and there's oh a yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like yeah, yeah, yes, yes. In that sense, yes. Like he basically has he's joined for like a remake of well, this one was not like an R and B one, but like a musical theater one like a remake of do you want to build a snowman (laughs) and then for moana he recorded an r&b like i like to call it the sexy cover of you're welcome which is the song that the rock sings and he like it like plays over the credits with lin-manuel miranda rapping (laughs) i i need to make you listen to it actually it's it's like jordan fisher being very sensual singing a disney song Mm, i don't find him i don't find him sexy so I yes, don't we need to like we that. need to talk more about that. I will say he has another connection to our podcast community, which is that he's in um Shira and the Princesses of Power, which is something that our former guest Kaysen would really love to know or probably already knows. Um I also think that he is not sexy. I think that he is an incredible singer and I've seen a lot of like TikToks and like random Instagram videos of him and he has like this amazing voice. But I don't think he's sexy, and we can talk more about it in this movie, but I think part of it is, like, he, like, he just, like, screams Disney adult to me now, mm. and, like, I know that that's not what it was before, but, like, it makes so much sense. Wait, they, is they were because they, they were married? Yeah, oh, they got married at Disney. I think he also proposed at Disney. Which is, like, really something. They were married in a private ceremony at Walt Disney World. Oh, they have a kid. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, I totally um, said that. They just they just had him. Congrats. During an interview with Hollywood Today Live, Fisher revealed his multi-ethnic background of Nigerian, Cambodian, English, Polynesian, Italian, Greek, and Scandinavian. Wow. I don't know why they make people do that. It's so disgusting. Well, he said he's Italian, so we know he's a person of color for sure. <laughs> um, He's also adopted. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, he was raised by white people. Okay, can we talk about... <laughs> no comment about that. Can we talk about Talia Ryder, the lead actress of this? Yes, she was in the Deja Vu video, which I did watch as research. Yes. Um, 
she is very beautiful, and that's all I know about her. Okay, yes, she's in um, the video for my favorite Olivia Rodrigo song, maybe, Deja Vu, and she's very beautiful in it. She also is a theater teen. She, um... Matilda. She has been on Matilda, yeah. Actually, it's like, it's like sickening. She, so she was like 12 or 13. They went to see Matilda the musical. And then like, she just like auditioned and like, actually she and her sister both auditioned and she got in and her sister didn't. And like that w- became like her break, I guess. Good for Imagine her. being the sister. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like her sister, okay, I did read the Wikipedia. I think her sister is doing fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think her sister got cast as Hortensia. Wait, no, I'm making this up. No, she did. She was Hortensia. Oh. Um. She also (laughs) was in like was like an extra in the new West Side Story. Cool. It says that she's in the Jets chorus, which doesn't make sense. (laughs) Why? Because they're all boys. Well, sometimes there's like a few ladies. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Don't get me. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I would love to be a lady on a jet's arm in West Side lady, Story, I guess. Lady Jet. Jetta. Jet. Jet. <laughs> Jetta. Jet. Jet. Let. Jet. Okay. Um, she, to me, is a very um, 2022 brand of beautiful. And tell, tell me more. I think she just looks like every TikTok makeup artist who's, like, stunning and um like has very specifically like high cheekbones and like i don't know like almost like anime like features in that mm. she just like looks like a fairy princess i don't know mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah so she's, she's traditionally like, good looking <laughs> yeah but also also her makeup in the movie is very 2022 is what i'll say like she, yeah, she's no, she's no Chloe Grace, you know what I mean? Like, she's a traditional Olivia Rodrigo-esque uh, star. Well, if you can call her a star. Yeah, I don't think she's a star yet, but I could <laughs> see that for her. Should we jump right in? Okay. Claire is going into her senior year. She has moved a lot, so focuses on school over friends and plans to become a lawyer. Her parents Mm -hmm. were high school sweethearts, but divorced, and Claire doesn't want to make the same mistake. Her childhood friend Stella drags her to a Halloween party in a town where she used to live. She bumps into fun Aiden, who performs karaoke. They hang out at a playground... Uh, where Aiden says he's in a band and dreams of going to Berkeley, but his parents want him to be a doctor. When Aiden goes to kiss her, Claire rants about not wanting a boyfriend because they are leaving for college the following year. Aiden proposes a breakup pact where they will date until college and end things with one final date. Why does Iowa DeBeer look so tiny? (laughs) It's so interesting to see her in this movie because... wild. I feel like I... I'm like vaguely familiar with her as a as a writer and like a a comedy person. And so I just think of her as a peer of mine, even though obviously I don't know her. <laughs> you know like I have like a you know how you just have parasocial relationships. You have a with podcast parasocial relationship. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Slight cuz I I I've only heard like a few episodes with her. So seeing her here I'm like why is my friend in high school like it just doesn't make Wait, sense. Wait, but you've to seen me. Big Mouth. Yes, but she's like an adult. Oh, that's playing. recent. That's also recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, I actually just started a show called The Bear, and it also has her in it. But she's more of like acting as like a twenty-two year old, maybe or something like that, or just like someone in their early to mid twenties. 
And so I'm like, oh, she's pretty good at, like, just acting like a normal, like, 20-something. Like, I, I, like, you know, I can forget that she's Ayo Adabiri that I've, like, heard in a podcast doing comedy stuff. And then, like, I turned this on and she was, like, a high schooler. And she's, like, doing a good job because her vibe is completely different. She just has, like, tiny high schooler vibes all of a sudden. Like, I don't know what else to say in that, like, she, like... It's not even that she looks young. She just, like, has a... She just does a great job of, like, kind of flailing and being awkward. I do think she looks young, though. And, like, she is literally small. Like, physically small. Um, but, yeah. It is strange. To see also her. in this movie is Nico Hiraga, who is in... Um, uh, Booksmart. Booksmart. Yeah. Who we like. Uh, we did... Nate and I both laughed because they just have Jordan Fisher sing, like, seven seconds into the movie. Like, they're, like... Immediately. Yeah, here, uh, make him sing. Do you think he's good, like, as a karaoke singer? Like, it's too good, right? You're like, "Mm, this guy is not not a high schooler. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it would be fun. Like, it's... Well, I think, like, I've met people who are that good, like, that age, but, like, usually when they're singing, like, it's kind of... Like, the room kind of goes quiet because everyone's like, oh, they're, like, actually trying to sound good. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... It's not, like, fun party vibes. It's like, it's like, which is, which is the whole point of this scene. You're supposed to be like, this person is so like fun and magnetic that like everyone wants to hang out with him. And like, that's why she becomes attracted to him. But like in reality, if like a really, really skilled theater teen started singing, everyone would just go quiet and be like, okay, he's like having a moment. Yeah, he, it does sort of feel like he should be the most popular person in the, at the No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Oh, I think, okay. like, I think people would be like, damn, he's, like, trying so hard to be, like, so good Interesting. I guess it also depends, like, who's at this party. Because yes, if this party yes, is yes. full of theater kids, yeah, then, yeah, he's, yeah. Their then, king. Yeah, then yeah. he's their king. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had a question for you. What is an acceptable karaoke song for a high school boy to sing? Wait, what does he sing again? He sings, um... <laughs> I don't remember. I truly don't do not remember. Is it... It's, like, a very high-energy song that, like, I've only heard in the background, and that's why I can't think of the title right now. Anyway, what is an acceptable karaoke song for a high school boy? I mean, I don't want to limit. I don't want to limit young boys' options. No, tell me. Okay, okay, how about this? Like, you have a crush on a guy in high school. You're also a high schooler, to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) He's walking up. He's going to take the mic in karaoke. Like, what's, like, a song that won't make you, like, ugh? You know? He could maybe do some Paul Simon. What? He could maybe do. He could maybe do um, a nice folk or country song. I think I'm just I'm thinking of all the songs my boyfriend has sang. Um, a so not song. a high energy song. You don't like. You know what's any- a really killer karaoke song for any mm-hmm. gender and and mm-hmm. any talent level? Hey ya, Outcast. Yeah, if if the person can pull off like a good hey ya, yeah, I agree with that. I do think, like, if the if he did that, he would have to, like, interact with the crowd, which, like, Jordan Fisher sort of does, which doesn't make sense for this song. He, like, grabs the mic and, like, dances throughout the entire house. Did you like it? Like, did you feel like it was fun? I'm, so, here, at this point, I'm watching this movie, and I just, like, know what's happening. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I just know that, like, the priority of this movie is... Jordan Fisher dancing around a house rather than anything else. So you and don't so, feel anything. You just know. I'm feeling cynical. I'm feeling cynical. You're feeling nothing. 
I'm, my yeah, answer I'm my answer to my own question is that um I think pop punk is always safe. I think um something like hey is always safe. I think don't stop believing is like no very it's very safe to like get everyone involved but not for you to sing on on your own i'm just i was mad. gonna that say sounds, i'm so over okay it. you don't like it you're over it okay Glee, i was gonna say Jewish that Jewish events the child. i was recently at a um at a at my cousin's bachelorette um where like it was a bunch of girls and like two guys which like i wondered if they felt awkward but they were very good at like kind of like getting some of the shyer people to like sing karaoke with them. And one of the ones they did was um American Boy by Estelle and Kanye. And I think that's, oh, that's a fun. A great, yeah, I think that's like fun to like grab someone, get them to sing with you, and like, you know, like everybody kinda knows it who's a millennial. Okay, that's yeah. my opinions. I think that's great. I think that's great. What's your karaoke song? No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? Uh, I have done Kelly Clarkson. Um, I I like to sing uh, Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis, but I think that oh. song was more popular in Manila than here, maybe. But you know I it. like that song. Yeah. I like that song. Also, they they did a dance to it, and so you think you can dance. That was like <gasps> yes, iconic. that's also why I love it. That's also why I love it. Yeah, I've watched that a hundred times, and that's also why I love that song. Did you hear, I don't, was it uh, Io's character who is like, you want to be like the next RBG? No, it was Jordan Fisher. Jordan Fisher. Do we think that this was before or after <gasps> she was dead? After. It's Are definitely you sure? after. Mm. We don't know. Do you think that he says that in the book as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, She... Yeah, good luck being a lawyer. Also, like, she's like, I want to protect or I want to defend those who need, like, no, that's not going to happen. Every single character who wants to be a lawyer in any piece of media who is a good person, quote unquote, wants to be a humanitarian lawyer. Like, there, there's no one who's, like, I know, I know pretty good people who are corporate lawyers. I mean, like, like, there's no one who's like, I want to be a lawyer and for mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> You know what's you a know good what kind mean? of lawyer? Yeah, yeah. You know what's a good kind of lawyer that's like a real job and is sort of still a white hat is being a labor lawyer. Anyway, um, and you can still actually make money because you need some money. Um, I want to talk about um, Claire. What is your Claire. vibe? Um, I don't believe her character because she's <laughs> supposed. She's so hot. She is yes. so hot. She's beautiful. She has boobs. She dresses incredible. And yet she's like, I don't really like focus on socializing. I focus on school. Like, it's just not believable. She doesn't really have any other discerning characteristics besides the fact that she kisses a boy and then is like, I can't get involved with you and I don't want to be dating you in 10 months, which is more psycho than even something I would do. And like, if I were Jordan Fisher, I would be like scared off by that. She does a lot of interesting, like, oh, my voice is like this, and now I'm saying something kind of funny down here. And, you know, <laughs> I think I'm going to say something kind of annoying and self-conscious right here. Like, she does a lot of, like, interesting voice uh, quirkiness that's, like, a little um, 2005 for me. It's, like, a little Reddit for me. <laughs> like that's so specific. It's, like, epic bacon humor. <laughs> You don't like when I say that. Well, you here's tell me my, what that means. Here's my other take. I think that they have weird chemistry together because I think that, or like when they walk together or when when they're together in the movie, I can't, I don't know what I'm saying. I think they're two different, like, 
I think she looks like she's, like I said, she's like a 2022 model. Like, she's like on Instagram. She's like forever, like 21 years old, like modeling your favorite beauty products. And like her hair is going to be great. Whereas like, I think like Jordan Fisher is like very like Disney star and is like forever ambiguously like 16 to 20 years old. And so like that's like a different type of hot sex no genitalia (laughs) down there yeah so that that was something that really pulled me out of the movie at multiple times when they would interact which is it like she as much as like i i don't believe her character i do believe that she's like a real like human in the world and like he is not he's in a disney disney channel show right that makes sense that makes sense did you ever think about this stuff when you were in high school, like dating? Because you actually kept kept your boyfriend when you went to college. <laughs> I kept him. Did yeah. You, is it something that you thought about, like at the beginning of the relationship? Isn't it something you talked about? Yeah, a little bit. And like we talked about it throughout, and like whether we should stay together. And like arguably, you could um, say that it was a mistake. But like we did, we started dating right before senior year, or like right as senior year was starting. Similar to these people. So, like, it was on our minds. Fun fact, I did, um, it was, like, a huge source of drama between me and my ex because when we broke up, I told him, like, I don't want to be dating anyone in senior year before we go to college. And then he was like, you lied. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm um, attracted to this other person. Um, but, yeah. But, so we did, we did talk about it, but because we started dating right before senior year. But it was also, like, I wouldn't have... It was it was sad when we did break up, but like I wouldn't have not done that. Like a whole year is like a ton of time in teen time, you know? Yeah. Um and senior year a lot of stuff like happens and you want someone to like I don't know, you you like it's nice to have someone close to you to like weather like college shit and stuff like that, you know? I think your point about teen time being longer is why it feels extra weird for her to be like in 10 months, we're leaving because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 10 months for her as an 18-year-old is like, or whatever, 17, is like 1 18th of her entire life. <laughs> yeah. And no, most I, yeah. relationships as a teenager don't last that long. Yeah, to be fair, I it wasn't like we started dating and I was like, by the way, like, are we still going to be dating in 10 months? It was oh, more yeah. like, no. yeah, it was more like as the relationship went on. It is like psycho that they kiss once and she's like what are we gonna do in 10 months i'm like damn and he's not surprised by that at all he's like yeah i guess it's gonna be fine because <laughs> he's like i'm in love with her already because that's how yeah work. it is and it, if anything like i kind of at this point in the movie understand why she's in love with him because he's like so fun and or <laughs> the movie is trying to show us that he's so fun and um i don't understand why he likes her because she's hot. Maybe. It's, yeah, the boobs. I have a question. I have a I have a vulnerable question. Do you think that I'm trying to be this guy at parties? No. <laughs> okay, good. Issa, for all your talk about, you know, your honesty about <laughs> you, like, being an extrovert and, like, like, enjoying attention and, like, making friends, like, you don't do annoying shit at parties. Yay! That's really... <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, when I've done karaoke with you, you've been very great, obviously, 
But like you've never, I don't know. You, you're just. Oh my not god! A, okay. You're not like a weirdo. We have to move on. <laughs> okay. Ten months later, Claire is packing for college and preparing for her final date with Aiden. Claire, Aiden, and their parents get together for a goodbye meal, and we learn Aiden is going pre-med to start their epic night. Aiden brings Claire to. <laughs> I keep spelling Claire differently. Uh, to yeah, a concert yeah, yeah. where they had their first date. Claire begins to feel unsure about their plan to break up. And but talks herself back into it. Meanwhile, Aiden is hoping his itinerary of fun activities will convince her otherwise. Next up is a trip to the hockey rink where they had their first fight, which was about Aiden not admitting that he farted. They dress up in mustard and ketchup outfits, play hockey, and Aiden admits that he did indeed fart. I hate saying this. Next, Aiden takes Claire on a boat. She recalls them tubing and him saying I love you for the first time, to which she replies, easy breezy. <sighs> thoughts jane okay Your i have a lot going on pain okay i'll start from the beginning of my notes first of all we learn that stella who is a black woman is also gay which is always <laughs> just like a little annoying because they like movie. they just throw it all into <laughs> the, a person the black queer person yeah, yeah, yeah um and i will say just just in general her storyline is laughable like these characters yes. add nothing besides her being like the best actor uh, funny, whatever yeah yeah um i did actually find it fun the line funny we did spring awakening together we're bonded yeah yeah i like that's that. great that's good yeah, that's I like, like that. i yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. good topical maybe not topical whatever um okay but here's the most important like painful part is the fart the farting. I don't like saying that word. Yeah, I think you don't like fart humor or anything. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I like, per like in my personal life, when I'm talking with close friends, it's different. But when it's on a movie screen and they're like, <laughs> like it's supposed to be funny. I think it's supposed to be like this funny thing, but it's not. I think it's also supposed to be like he's so afraid to not. To be, to not be, like, super, like, perfect, and that's, like, supposed to be what they're alluding to, is that, like, he's, like, a perfectionist, and he's, like, he doesn't want to be vulnerable or, like, goofy, but I do agree that, like, it doesn't really work for me, and I think part of it is, like, it's one of the first, like, flashbacks where they, like, talk, and so we... a good chunk of like them a good chunk of the dialogue in the first half of this movie is them arguing about him farting and like that's just like not fun i don't like it <laughs> and he has to say the word let one the phrase let one rip which i really don't mm. like and they're just like really seriously acting while using all of this language um and then she says you don't have to be perfect not with me and you're right it's supposed to be this microcosm for who he is as a character which is that he is like a perfectionist, I guess, and doesn't want to make mistakes. But I am, I like will it. say, like, I hate the mustard and ketchup outfits. I hate, like, when people have to dress up in fun outfits to do an activity. I think that's, like, not fun to me at all, actually. But I would totally want to do so, like, this flashback in the movie. The reason that they were in the mustard and ketchup outfits is that they're at a ho- local hockey game and they're like doing the, like, kind of crowd, like, fun game at halftime where it's like a silly like, relay race or something like that, and, like, that's what happens, like, between the actual sports, and, like, I would totally want to do that, like, anytime I've gone to a, to any sports game, and, like, that happens in the halftime, or, like, between quarters, like, I actually really, (laughs) 
<laughs> love to watch it and like want to be in it but it's usually children like it's it's usually like local children and i guess that's what they are but like all yeah. of the all of this friend group is on the ice and like i'm like okay cool they were super lucky also why can't this conversation just take place like in the stands at the hockey game right exactly why yes i feel like she's being annoying like she's ruining the fun like if she was yes. gonna call him out for this first of all I guess like we're supposed to believe that the f- the fart, <laughs> the fight happened in the car. <laughs> no, I'm laughing. Uh, and then it like continued <laughs> onto the ice. Uh, yeah, have they been was- like talking throughout the entire first right. half of the game? About oh it? my god, good. What point. are you gonna say? What I brought up at the party, so I'll repeat myself. But seeing them in these costumes, in the trailer, in this scene, it makes it very clear that what this movie is about is putting people in cute costumes and having them do cute <laughs> stuff and like then they built a plot around that that's I, that's how it feels to yeah me. so like there's a this section of the movie there's a ton of montages and it's like gen z very gen z and aesthetic like she's wearing a lot of outfits that i've seen people on tiktok wear there's like constant montaging where it, it keeps feeling like the movie is a music video and um nate actually said something nate unfortunately was watching with me because he was just like he had nothing else better to do and was playing a video game and he said there's a feeling that this movie gives you that it's gonna be done in five minutes because (laughs) you like think that it's a music video and i think that's so true like you can't like tell be also because you were saying like the plot arcs are like a flat line it could be done in five minutes like the stakes are not high um and uh yeah i do can we can we backtrack really quick to like the parent dinner yes. that they have yes oh okay what did you want to say um it was interesting first of all that it, it seems like they're having like an early day to like at first i thought they were having lunch but it seems like pretty early in the day because they have their like epic date the rest of the day so they're getting together for like a brunch Oh, yeah. That's something I had. I was like, how many hours do they have for this date? Yes. Yeah. The parents are aware they're going to break up and are very cavalier about it. Like, they're like, did you break up yet? Um, we have, like, a beautiful array of, of like, mixed race couples and children. Yeah, so I was all- like, D- Jordan Fisher. <laughs> Jordan Fisher had to say all his ethnicity so that they could figure out how to cast his parents. <laughs> all dining together. It was very beautiful. Um... Who was dancing? Was someone dancing in this family dinner at one point? What? I have the note, family dinner, dancing makes me angry. <laughs> was the mom dancing? I really can't remember. I don't, I don't remember. Um, Something that I did want to say is that the mom, her mom is dating a guy named Steve that she kind of has like, yes, a little bit of scorn for, for like no reason. Because he's just, like, a normal guy, I guess. But he tries to make, like, an awkward toast about how she, um, you know, is like, a, is, like, a stepdaughter to him. And before his toast, he goes, like, you know, a year ago, like, I never thought I'd... He's, like, saying sweet stuff about her mom. But he goes, like, a year ago, I got kicked off the city council. <laughs> and, like, something, something, something. And I was like, what? Can we talk more about that? Like, why... <laughs> Why was he kicked off the city council? Was there, like, a scandal? Like, what? Right. I feel like this movie does a lot of that, where it's like, oh, this is supposed to be a joke, but it doesn't 
fully work. Like they're it's just like missing that, something. Yeah, that that like that pulled me that pulled me out real quick because of, you know, today's cancel culture. Just kidding. Um I do I do also want to say that like even during the parent scene and like throughout all these montages, the dialogue bothers me. And I think it's sort of like fan fiction dialogue where the person is sort of like every like quirky or like droll thing that the writer can think of and it's like things that would be like annoying in real life but everybody in this movie because they're like super beautiful people like it's adorable but it but like all the dialogue is like that basically every time she opens her mouth yeah and just in just in general the dialogue is very explanatory like um is this the part where Oh, no, we're not there yet. I'll save it for later. Wait, are we there yet? Was their first date that he was busking? I think he was just performing. Was he busking? He he was outside. Oh, he was outside? He was outside with like a stand-up keyboard and they were like in a public place. Okay, so at the, okay, the concert. This is what I'm trying to say. At the concert that they go to, Colette, his, like, former bandmate, who is so gorgeous, Yeah, she's so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would be very intimidated by her. Um, She's like, how's the golden boy? Like, the way that she talks talks (laughs) about him is, like, so explanatory. It's fan fiction. Yeah. I just, (laughs) we have to just sort of learn everything because they're just telling us everything. Here's the other thing. Everybody knows he is pre-med. I was going to ask if you, um... If you knew, like, what your crushes or even just, like, classmates, like, wanted to do in college. Jane is shaking her head. No, not at all. I mean, I knew I had, like, some some ideas about some people, but not specifically. No way. And, like, I guess there – no, no, just no. Period, no. What about you? And there were, like, brilliant people, like, the people who, like, the people we knew who were, like, super brilliant and, like, had their shit together all through college, like, and got into, like, great schools or whatever. Like, we were like, yeah, they're all set. But it never extended to, like, and they're gonna do this major. Like, we just, like, didn't care. (laughs) Like, I guess maybe because he was such a music guy, which is supposed to be evident from the fact that he's in karaoke. I don't know. His band. Okay, but we don't even see him perform <laughs> with the band. We see him go busking by himself, and then we see a girl band perform his song and sound better on it. Wait, they're singing his... Oh, God. They are singing... Okay, I this is what happens. Up. This is so hard, yeah. So in this part of the montage, they in real time, they go to um, see the rest of his band perform a song that he sang to her busking on their first date. Okay. I'm going to argue that he wasn't busking, but I really okay, have, let's I have move on. absolutely no idea. Okay. Let's move on. At dinner, Claire fights with different versions of herself about what to do and then calls hated Stella it. to- Hated it. Anyway. Stella <laughs> to join them, which clearly hurts Aiden's feelings. Scotty is also there and mentions- Oh, Scotty's there. And mentions that he never got to tag the school, the high school. Claire uses this as an excuse not to be alone with Aiden. They all go get into the party bus he had hired to recreate prom and then sneak into the high school. When Stella and Aiden are alone, she tells him to be honest with Claire about how he wants to stay together. Claire confides in Scotty about how the breakup isn't going smoothly and it might be easier if Aiden had been going to Berkeley and excited about college. Scotty sets off an alarm and they escape by jumping a fence, but Aiden hurts his arm. I forgot that I had a question for you. Okay. That was related to the parent scene. Okay. Have your parents met anyone that you liked as a teen? 
in like high school or college? Like as we were dating or just crush? In general. I th- in general. think they met my first boyfriend because we went to a prom together. But and, not at the dinner. Oh, I don't know. What's kind of fun, fun fact, my first boyfriend, his mom was my elementary school nurse. <gasps> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something there? Is there something there? <laughs> um, were you nervous? Probably. I mean, were like, you like, were you like, oh, brother, my parents are so annoying. Were you like thing. that? A very important context is that me and my first boyfriend, like, didn't talk to each other and, like, weren't comfortable with each <laughs> oh, other. Oh, I guess so. more of, like, her her thing in this part of the se- in this part of the movie is, like, oh, my God, my parents are so annoying. Like, Oh, yeah. No. They don't get us. I don't think I felt that way. But maybe yeah. I did. Did you have this experience? No, not really, like, a dinner or anything like that. My first... My first, like, real boyfriend, um, my dad, like, definitely did not like, or just, like, my parents didn't like. Like, he was just, like, not, a big part of Filipino culture is, like, really being, like, I don't know, like, sucking up and, like, being submissive to, like, the person's oh. parents. And, like, he was just, like, a little too assertive for their liking. Wow. Like, he was just, like, a little too confident and brave. It's, like, um, you know what it's like? Remember um, in Clueless when the gay guy meets her dad? Yes. <laughs> I think that was like the vibe that they were getting and they were like, no. But um they when I was younger, they knew um this guy that like we liked each other for like probably over a year, but like never did anything about it. Um and we knew him and like they knew his parents and like so there was sort of a there was sort of a like, ugh, the adults are like so lame and like they're doing their adult thing and they like know each other because they go to the same restaurants or whatever. So there was sort of that vibe. Um, and it was like mildly embarrassing. I don't know how to explain. Like it's weird when like the parents know each other. Okay. I just remembered what I would be embarrassed about with my parents and <laughs> my mom, God bless her. She sometimes says things that are just like insulting and she doesn't know. <laughs> Like at my, we my just, mom does that too. Yeah, yeah. We had a small, like a little get together with some relatives we haven't seen in a while. And she, like, one of the first things she says to my uncle is, Oh, your hair's all white now. <laughs> my mom would do that too. My mom would do the exact same thing. Or, like, recently we were at this wedding and she was talking about someone's, like, significant other that, like, we had not met before. And she was like, Oh, this girl, insert name here, she has, like, no rhythm like look at her on the dance floor and i was like mom what the hell she's like no i'm not being mean i think it's like cute and i'm like that's so mean (laughs) i love that moms they don't give a fuck oh moms uh okay um (laughs) i'm kind of tired of claire pressing the point that she's moved a lot like i just don't care (laughs) like it doesn't matter you have friends like you're normal i just don't yeah she has like multiple friends i think that if somebody had asked their friend to join me on our supposed like last date ever like that i had planned very meticulously and like coordinated a lot of logistics for i'd be so fucking angry like so angry yeah (laughs) especially even if even if it's iowa debiri and she's like so funny and everything's so fun but like i would it's really it's really bad and like that's not really like It's sort of uh, simmers instead of, like, blowing up immediately, which is, like, fine. But I I really – there's nothing – we're, like, 
over halfway through the movie, I don't like her at all. Like, I'm oh. so sorry. Like, I don't like, I don't like Claire at all. Yeah. I like Scotty. He's my, he's my favorite. Same. I, think he's I really said I fun. wish I did. Da- I wish I dated a guy like that in high school. <laughs> the one, a guy who got suspended. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's cute. No, he's I think just he's fun, fun and cute. Yeah. Why is he at the Valentine's Day thing? Oh, you. He works at that restaurant. Oh, okay. See, yeah. it's just so convenient that he's there so that the gang can get together. You don't like her talking to versions of herself. Tell me about Oh, I that. hated it. Okay. I thought it was, I thought it didn't make sense if you only do it once. I thought um, they were not different enough from each other. I couldn't figure out, like, what the two angel and devil were. And exactly. I think it's just an excuse to, like, dazzle the audience with how beautiful this actress is. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, oh, damn, there's two of her. <laughs> about the difference thing. I was like, so which is each versions of her? Like, what is their, what are the perspectives we're looking at? And, like, why is the graduation graduation perspective the one who thinks they should break up? And why is the, like, Valentine, like... It, like, vaguely makes sense, but not not really. They also just don't do it enough. Like, it, they should have done it, like, three times if they wanted to do that. It yeah. It could have given her more personality. Yeah. The screenplay needs an editor, also. <laughs> like, there's a line. I did, <laughs> I did pull out a line here when they're talking later on about, like, why she, like, wants them to break up. Like, they finally start to talk a little bit about why they have to break up. She says, like... She's, first of all, she talks, like, a mile a minute. Like, she will not shut up. Like, this girl just says everything in her head. And I think it's part of the writers, too, just putting every, like, little quirky comment in there. But she says, like, I just want to be all, I just want to always be able to jump into a room full of people without a second choice. What does that mean to you? I'm, like, (laughs) trying to, without a second choice. Does she, or sorry, without a second, sorry, 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 without a second thought, without a second thought. (laughs) I'm I'm feeling she's saying I'm being held back by you to him. But, like, that makes it sound like she wants to fuck a room full of people. Maybe she does. Like, in a a social situation, you don't, like, you shouldn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it also is (laughs) conflicting because in her mind, she's breaking up. One, to focus, like, the graduation thing would be, like, focus on your career. But two, to jump in a room without a second thought is, like, I want to meet different people, which would also be distracting from her career. Well, it is, well, it, oh, I don't think it was, I don't think it was ever about her career. I think it was, like, the fear of, like, um, not meeting people. But I, I think it, like, I think, like, I understand being, like, oh, I want to, like, meet new people, but that made me feel like, she can't even make friends if she's in a long distance relationship. Yeah, <laughs> flawed. It's flawed. I also want to. I want to say that she ruined their date, avoided him the whole time, and his arm got fucked up. Like she sucks. She yeah. sucks. Like his it's arm a, did look bloody. It's a horrible, horrible time for for uh, Jordan Fisher. Keep going. At the emergency room, Aiden's mom visits and lets slip that Aiden had applied to Berkeley but didn't get in. The gang heads to the beach party, the beach party. Aiden tries to do the same karaoke song from the Halloween party, but Clara is upset about him lying. They finally fight. Clara says Aiden expects himself to be perfect, and Aiden calls Clara out for not saying I love you. On the ride home, Clara's mom advises that a relationship is sure to fail if you plan its ending. Clara asks Aiden to meet up, apologizes for being scared, and finally says she loves him. I forgot to comment on that and how crazy it is that she never said she loved him. Aiden says Claire was right after all, and they break up. We see Aiden move to LA to pursue music, and Claire at college occasionally texting each other. The next summer, they meet at the park. Okay. Did you I've, catch, did you catch, really quick, did you catch that she's reading a hardcover Pride and Prejudice? 
<laughs> oh my god. Anyway, keep going. For what college, were you gonna say? Okay, I forgot to mention this earlier, and it's very, very important to the story. He says, I love you. She says, easy breezy. And throughout their 10-month relationship, or however long it is after that, she never says, I love you. She just says, easy breezy. That is something you have to have a conversation about. Yeah, that's It is not up. something that you can leave until th- the last date. It's not a healthy thing if someone is avoiding, like, emotional closeness and the other person feels hurt by it. Yeah, I think that, like, something that becomes very clear in the end of this movie, and maybe in the book, it's, like, throughout the whole movie, is that, like, her mom, like, her mom's divorce is, like, this huge looming thing over her, and, like, it's making her be, like, an asshole. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's all. That's my summary of, like, what's going on with her. (laughs) Yeah. And I agree that we're supposed to glean that, that, like, her parents' relationship really fucked her up. Um... But it's also not addressed enough to not at all. be justified. I don't know. It's like, uh, I, I, I do I do think she's just like really awful to him the entire movie or like the majority of the movie is her letting him down. Because like as somebody who likes to do karaoke, if I were like about to gear up and sing a big song that like me and my partner had like a significant attachment to and they like embarrassed me by like shaking their head and like leaving the room i would be so fucking sad and like embarrassed in front of all my friends like that's like a nightmare (laughs) scenario okay to be fair he should have told nightmare for theater kids he should have told her about applying to berkeley yeah and it is wild that like he tries to do that and just like go on with the rest of the night it's Um, like there's another movie we watched where a character like applies to college and then doesn't tell her partner <laughs> yeah, until yeah, she yeah, gets yeah. in and it's like wh- what were you expecting um, yeah it also that's like a months long period and like the whole time i assume the character's been like so did you submit an application to x college like <laughs> like it's a long time to lie okay here's my maybe my biggest issue with the whole movie is the switch we have claire opening up her heart saying i love you maybe being open to the idea of staying together and Aiden being like, oh, you were right. We should break up. And I don't understand why either person changed their mind. I, there's not enough reason for them to have switched. I just not like nothing happened. Like she spoke to her mom for 30 seconds about something they probably have already talked about. Yeah. And nothing happened for him. Like wh- what did he do? He just was sad. I don't, Yeah, I think, unfortunately, it's a little bit like what would happen in real life, which is just that, like, the day goes on, and they have a little time to think about it, and then they change their mind, which is what would happen in real life. But in a movie, it's useless to, like, (laughs) just be like, okay, a certain amount of time has gone by, let me change my mind. (laughs) Right. But but also, like, they've had 10 months to think about this. They've been together 10 months. Like, why? What changed in this day? I guess she, like, confronts the reality of, like, being sad about it. Like, I think, I don't know. And it, there's never a conversation about, like, I I agree with you. And I think, like, her mom should talk to her about, like, I I kind of wish. So, so part of, part of this, this scene is that she has a conversation with her mom in the car. And, like, she's crying. And Claire's mom is, like, yeah, I know you wanted this to be, like, painless. And I I thought she would talk about, um, like, 
even though her mom went through a divorce, like, at some point there was happiness and, like, love and, like, joy. And, like, she, her mom would maybe say, like, you know, that's what happened. People fall in love and, like, sometimes you make mistakes and it's, like, not the right person. But it's not a reason to, like, not, you know, fall in love. And that's part of opening yourself up to someone and being vulnerable. And that's sort of the natural argument for me for her to say I love you. But instead her mom says uh what does her mom say it's like a relationship is doomed if you like plan it's like a end date or something something to that effect and i'm like what like that's not but also the point (laughs) she should have said that to her 10 months ago when she learned about this breakup pact she should have been like that's stupid the reality the reality of like divorce is like it sounds like her parents did try for a while to make it work and like gave it a good try because they probably really loved each other throughout high school like if they're high school sweethearts i mean there's this whole there's also like a whole like thing too of like oh i don't want to have a high school sweetheart because i want to go to dartmouth and like have a big career too of course they oh did you catch that like they never say where aiden is supposedly going to med school or pre-med they're like just a short drive from Claire. Nothing is a short drive from Dartmouth, actually. There's nothing there. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> woods. So they, they just, like, can't think of, like, any other New Hampshire, or, like, location. So they're just like, ah, just a short drive. <laughs> but it's, like, I- ironically, Bo- isn't Boston, like, fairly close? It's, like, two and a half hours, I, I guess. Mean, I guess that is... Famously, yeah, that there's is a lot short. of colleges in Boston. Yeah, that's Cambridge. what I thought, but, but yeah. it was notably, notably they were just, like, not saying it the entire time. <laughs> because Berkeley is what's important. I guess. It's also, she does point out, like, the ridiculous thing, which is that he only applies to one and then blows the audition. Here's some questions for you. Number one, if you were the DJ kid at the party who uh, Jordan Fisher, like, has a high five with or something... What would you have played immediately after the awkward moment where his big romantic gesture failed? (laughs) Like, to break the silence and, like, get everyone back to the party. I would play, um, Drop It Low Girl. (laughs) (laughs) What would you play? Um, I think I would play something very, like, crowd-pleasing and reassuring, like a Dua Lipa or, like, Doja Cat or something like that. Something very, like, generic. To soothe everyone, you know? Aw, Chris Brown is featured on that song. That makes me so sad. Here's my other question. In the <laughs> end of the in the end of the movie, they go and do the swim, which um whatever. <laughs> they swim to the thing. But they commit one of the thing one of the sins that movies do, which I hate, which is that like when they do kiss in the water, it's obvious that they're standing in shallow water and just pretending to be in deep water. Jane, are you capable of kissing someone while treading water? Yes. What? Mm-hmm. I'm it's not so fun. Cool. No, I mean, like, it's not ideal. I'm really bad at treading water. I kind of, like, sink easily. <laughs> you're very dense. <laughs> it it happens, like, in men- Now that I've said this, you're going to see it in, like, so many movies. Like, it, to me, doesn't make sense, because aren't they, like, panting a little bit? They're like, uh- uh, trying to stay afloat and then they like have a nice passionate kiss yeah you're right i like to imagine that actually they are out somewhere really far but there's someone beneath them like holding <laughs> like some like poor assistant who's not paid enough is just like underneath them like holding their legs like ah. here's my last question 
When you text your boyfriend, do you text good morning with a capital G, capital M? No, no caps. I'm an I'm a no caps kind of gal. Same. I don't think anybody capitalizes both the G and the M. I think it's further proof that she's not real. <laughs> yeah. She's not normal. Uh texting is like only used a little bit in this movie, but I do like I do like the Okay, here are like things I liked. I like that they text each other throughout college. I think that's cute and like I do think it's, like, reasonable to be, like, we should break up, but, like, you know, not deny that, like, maybe we're going to hook up in the summer. <laughs> like, that's normal. Um, I also think the only other thing I like is, like, Ayo Adabiri's cute little scene where she has, like, a truth or dare prompt. And she gets like to it. kiss the girl she likes. Well, I was going to say, like, Ayo's acting is, like, the only thing that pulled me in and, like, maybe the only scene I cared about. Just because she's, like, so cute and, like, fun. Yeah, I mean, obviously she's good, but I'm, like, this is so... Okay, you didn't like it. But, like, the the, her, just for everyone who hasn't watched the movie, the B-plot is she's, like, I like this girl. Does she like me? They go to the party, the girl likes her, and they kiss. There's literally no, no conflict there whatsoever. So, no, I don't like it. But she's cute. Yeah? Yeah. Ayo. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah? Um, I guess the only thing I like... Is that they okay. break up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Nico Hiraga um, and Ayo Edebiri. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> Should we wrap up? Please, please. Okay, we've come to the end where we each answered three questions. This has gone on long enough. Okay, the first question is, is this movie good or bad? Okay, it's bad. It's generic. It's cookie cutter. Not a lot happens if you truly think about it. There's no, there's not really a lot of momentum. There's not a lot of outside action. It would be so cool if like they had this date planned and then like something happened that forced them to (laughs) think about their future. Like just anything, like, like just put any plot device into it, like a forest fire, whatever. (laughs) Nothing happens. Um, Characterization occurs through telling, not showing. It's unoriginal. It's insipid. I don't like the B story, B plot. Um, if yeah. there's a forest fire, it could be like timely too with like climate change. So true. <laughs> I also think it's bad. I think that it's very, I think the montaginess also gets me like what I said to you. Like it's just like a flat line because there's so many montages and then like talking and then montages and then talking that it, it sort of feels like I'm reading i don't know it it feels like i'm watching a commercial or oh you know what it feels like um the like when you're at karaoke and there's like stuff on the video (laughs) (laughs) there's just like stuff happening and like kind of makes sense together um the second question is did you like it i didn't like it no i wanted to like it i think like unfortunately like i do think jordan fisher is really talented if sexless and i think that (laughs) I am sad when he is not successful. I think I, I, I'm rooting for him, is what I want to say. Um, Talia Ryder, I think, is very beautiful. I don't think she's great in this movie, but I also think the role is bad, so it's hard for me to say. I am also rooting for her because Deja Vu is, like, an incredible music video, in my opinion. Third question, what type of teen is this movie for? <sighs> I honestly, I don't have a creative answer. Jordan Fisher teens. Disney teens. Or, oh, like people who like him, you're saying. 
I think there's enough of a fan base who like are into everything Jordan Fisher, like he like his streaming and like his singing and all of it. And if you notice, we talk a lot about how we're not attracted to him and he's sexless, but he is trying to do like rom-com male lead stuff. Like he does like try to give her like charming like looks and like smiles and like deep romantic gazes and stuff. Did you notice that? He's trying to do male lead things. One thing I like about him is that while he's his character is sad, he does still smile at people. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I do think. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like I think he is. Like I think he is talented. And actually, I could see him being in like a, a rom com. Like a, I guess this is what it is. A good rom com. <laughs> I just think it's hard because he's not sexually attractive. <laughs> Maybe we're wrong. If you are sexually attracted to Jordan Fisher <laughs> and or if you want to defend his market for Disney adults, um, please let us know. Especially the first point. Is there something we're missing? Jane, what are you watching these days? Oh my god, what am I watching these days? I started watching Loot, as I mentioned on the previous episode. And I'm pretty meh about it, and I I was not sure why, and then I read a review that said, that compared it to- Pretty what? Meh. Meh. Oh. It compared it to Parks and Rec, and I think that, like, I, that made me understand that it's a show with very little conflict, like, real conflict, um, but it's, it could be good for if you just need something to, like, not think about. That's, that's it. It's interesting that you say (laughs) meh, like, meh, meh. Meh. Like, there's, like, a glottal stop. How do you say it? Meh. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't Meh. know. Oh my god. Uh, I started watching The Bear. I really like it, which is very typical. Um, it's about, like, kitchen, like, cooking, like, uh, I don't know, like, really overworked, like, depressed, uh, chain-smoking male lead who's, like, sexy. Everyone's <laughs> really wet for him on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, it's a big, like, I could fix him energy. <laughs> and Ayo Dabiri is good in it. I also really like her in it. She uh, she plays this, like, young chef that, like, really wants to do well. Kind of, like, overachievery. Kind of like Jordan Fisher in this movie, but not annoying. Um, the other thing I'm looking at lately is NBA draft news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jane, do you know what time it is? No. What time is it? It's time for... Our new segment, teen movie draft, or teen content draft. Okay, this is what we're going to do, Jane. We talked about this before the start of this episode. And in celebration of the 2022 NBA draft season, which is one of my favorite times of the year because, um, to me, sports is about drama. It's about, like, (laughs) ridiculous people having drama. And so it's a very high drama part of the year, which I love. It's one of my favorite parts of the year. Um, We are going to draft our starting five, um, not for a game of basketball, but in solidarity with Nico Hiraga and other (laughs) teen pranksters, we're going to draft a starting five to do a senior prank with. I love this. Or to to pull off a senior prank with. Mm -hmm. So there's some skill and there's also some silliness involved. Yes. Um, Because you also don't want to get caught. That's how you win. You don't want to get caught. Okay. Um, And um, we can't do a real snake draft because there's only two of us, so that would be stupid. Um, But we're going to go back and forth. And um, 
you can only pick characters from um, any of the episodes we have done. Got it. Oh, she's very confident. No, I'm not. I'm nervous. Do you have a coin? Can we flip a coin on, like, who should go first? Sure. Okay, we're going to flip this um, post-it thing. Okay, I'm... Purple uh, or bottom? I'm bottom. <gasps> the bottom is up. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, I am going to pick... For senior prank, I am going to pick um, Cher from Clueless. <laughs> okay. No no context. I think that she would be a good leader. Okay. That's my context. Do you agree? Yes. But I'm going to pick, for my leader, Katniss Everdeen. Oh, shit. I don't think... Okay, I, I agree with you that she would be a good leader. However, I don't think she's silly. Well, I'm going to draft some other players to fill that role. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, wait, I need to <laughs> I need to look at our list of episodes. Okay, no. No, okay. Maybe the rule is you can't look. Okay. I'm looking right now. Oh, then never mind. Um, the other person I'm going to draft is somebody who's done some silly stuff in his life. He's maybe been um you know, like, they, they maybe don't appreciate him for it, but I think also he would work really well with Cher. I think he's very talented. And I also think that it's his time to shine. It's Ryan from High School Musical. Oh, my God. Cute. Okay, next up for me. Okay. Sutter from The Spectacular Now. Who is that? Miles You're just Teller. picking people that you like. No, no, no. Let me explain. Okay. okay. He may be a teen alcoholic. <laughs> he has the gift of gab. He is charming beyond belief, and he can get them. He can like he he can get them the the you know the janitor's key, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, I think that yeah, I think I agree with that. But I think also you would be um, you'd be distracted because you'd just want to kiss. I'm not right. there. I'm not involved. Oh, I thought this was like they would go with us. Maybe. I feel like I'm going to draft someone that you want. Okay. Okay, ready? I'm going to draft someone who's very funny, quite handsome, someone that we all love and know, uh, someone that has done some scheming and is supposedly also very smart because everyone in this uh, teen content is supposedly secretly very smart. Uh, except the main character. Um, and he's one of Jane's favorites, so I'm gonna take him right now. I'm drafting Styles Stilinski from Teen Wolf. Oh, no! (laughs) Styles! Yeah, that's a big get. That's a big get. Wait, who do I- I have three people, right? Yeah, this is my third. Okay, I actually don't remember this character's name. What? (laughs) He's from the movie Swiped, which I remember us reviewing as possibly the worst movie we ever, ever watched. Ever. (laughs) <laughs> the main character is my like hack into the mainframe guy because he created the app and he knows about technology. So he is what my guy fuck? who's in the van with the headset on. I don't remember his name. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um <laughs> I I got to I got to uh I got to draft another girl. <laughs> I think I should draft another girl. <laughs> um and I'm looking through our movies and um I think I'm going to go with somebody that um is just like a good like all-round like crowd favorite that like everybody knows and can be kind of like comforting and also i think like her build would also um help you know reach reach certain places and like she'll she'll sort of be the responsible one too because i think she's a little type a um i'm drafting tall girl know if i agree with that choice because she's she's a rule follower yeah but she'll sort of keep everyone else grounded and she's also tall and i feel like you need tall people to like reach things when you're when you're setting up a prank okay my next pick i think another crowd favorite at least the actress okay uh it's joey king no it's not it is okay Sam from the Perks of Being a Wallflower, portrayed by Emma Watson. And now the reason oh my why God. the reason why I'm choosing okay. her is, first of all, she's not a rule follower. She uh, is a broken person who takes out her <laughs> trauma on by doing drugs and living life to the, to its fullest. And so I know that she will do whatever it takes to complete this prank, and she'll look really good while doing it. I do think you would get annoyed because she'll speak in like a really bad American <laughs> accent the entire time. Yeah, that would be it's, hard. It's for something. Me. I, it's something I really, really hate about that movie. Is like I think it might be one of Emma Watson's like first tries at an American accent, and it's really bad. I'm like, couldn't they have had her do that take again, like multiple times in that movie? I feel like that. Although maybe it's like even worse. Okay, I we've come to our last picks, so I feel like I have to do something pretty important, and I'm a little bit torn between two characters i think one of which would make everything be like a pretty spooky prank oh like it could be a spooky prank it could be like halloweeny and then the other i think like if i drafted this this one instead it would be like um i don't know (laughs) (laughs) this person doesn't really contribute to the prank but i kind of just want them to be there (laughs) Um, so I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to draft the spooky prankster. I'm going to draft Slender Man. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, but does does he fuck up his, his teammates? Are they, like, immune <laughs> to him? Yeah, if you're working with him, he won't fuck with you. Oh my god, that's so spooky. To do a senior prank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to retaliate and <laughs> pick a spooky a spooky person. Oh, and now I'm okay. stuck between a male spooky and a mm. female spooky. And just for feminism, I'm going to go female. And I'm going to pick Carrie. <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz as Carrie. She, Damn. she has two huge things for her. Religious guilt and supernatural ability. That's gonna In a way, she did do a senior prank. <gasps> like, yeah. <laughs> well, she was senior pranked. Oh wow! And so she she, she knows she has experience. <laughs> I 
I feel like we're we're assembling teams that will give a truly uh, memorable senior prank experience, although it would probably cause um, deaths. Yeah. I think they yeah. both would result in a lot of death. Which is okay. It's not October, but we can be spooky any time of year. Jane, I think that um, the next time we... Okay, also, Jane didn't want to draft people for a basketball game. <laughs> and I did want to say that if this was also a starting five for a basketball game, I would still choose Slender Man. <laughs> and Tall Girl, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you want to say what our next um what our next movie is? Yes, very very different vibe. American Pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we've done I was talking to someone yesterday about this algorithmically generated movie that we just watched and like we do keep trying to watch Netflix movies that like no one has ever heard of and probably no one will ever see. And my hope is that like one of these will actually be quite good. And I think sometimes the TV shows end up being good, but not the movies. Like Heartstopper ended up being good and was really viral. Um, but I don't know how long it'll take and how many of these like very forgettable things we'll have to watch. So we'll sprinkle in some good classics. Good and classics. We'll and hmm. we'll do like our due diligence of like, oh, I just mean like, yeah, some classics. Yeah. <laughs> Jane, have you seen American Pie? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have. I don't remember, though. Just all I remember is the boobs. That's sort of what I took away from it. The jugs? Mm-hmm. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the Bleachers!